Hello, and welcome to Haggis Hunting, where we take some time out to dive into a fact or story or other things related to kilts and culture, Scottish and Irish and Welsh Gaelic Celtic stuff for fun. I'm Eric. I'm Rocky. And I'm Ian. And this die, die says we're going to try and bust some more myths here today. Seeing as how that's what we like to do. The die has been cast. The die has been cast. Mm. We're going to cross the Rubicon. thought we were casting pods today. Mm. Not dice. <sighs> I suppose we could do both. It's fine. Well, you know, busting makes me feel good. So. <laughs> okay. We're starting out like that. Okay. I, know, I, I know who I'm going to call. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Oh, I'm, okay. I was born ready. Okay. For those who may not have watched slash listened to a previous episode, what we do is we have uh, a list of uh, myths and misconceptions related to Celtic Gallic stuff, particularly kilt wearing. Uh, and we let the die decide which one we are going to discuss, scuttle. I was going to say dispense with, dispense with, shed light upon. Yes, you know, speak truth to power. Exactly, exactly. So here we go. Ready? You're the power. Oh. <laughs> you have the power. Whoa, nineteen. Okay. Ooh. Hang on. That's my favorite. I go way down. Okay. Every surname has a tartan, and the Lowland Scots wore them too. Hmm. Hmm. As as somebody who does customer service day to day, I get no end of questions. Why can't I find my name on your website? As the guy who does TikTok lives with our producer Matt every Friday, I get no end of questions of why isn't this name coming up? Show me this name. That's yep. about to say you're probably getting a lot more of that now because yep. of the TikToks. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you're getting more? Than average, I mean, like it. I mean, um, I wouldn't say more than average. What I'd say is, what I found is TikTok tends the audience tends to skew younger. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they're asking more novice type questions, yeah. mm -hmm. um, which mm -hmm. is fine. Everybody has to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, so, but we do get a lot of, and frankly speaking, that's what we do on the on the live on TikTok is, right. hey, put in your name and we'll look up the tartan for you. Mm -hmm. um, but we're finding a lot more random you know what's my name uh you know jingleheimer schmidt like i may not be scottish of origin you know? right right um I mean, if it's scottish it might not you know have been you know a clan <clears throat> exactly yeah and that's i think that's the thing is that basically and stop me if you heard this one before but this goes back to the victorians and there was a surge uh in the 19th century which really never stopped in some ways but it was particularly prominent i think in the mid to late 19th century where the clans needed clout and they started once the clan societies got established, you know, the from from being we're gonna be a clan. Okay, we gotta be recognized as a clan. We gotta have a tartan. We gotta you know have membership and stuff like that. To we need dues paying membership, which is more of a 20th century thing. Mm -hmm. um, but in that whole process, they started going out and looking for other names that were associated with their territories, which is why you have several clans that cl lay claim to the name Smith. So, so you'll, 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 you'll wind up getting customers and people who are like, well, I'm a Smith. So I'm a, yeah, I'm a monkey, yeah, Monty or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm a McDonald. And he's like, well, maybe you are. Yeah. And I don't remember when the, uh, the bit with the Lowlands getting tartans came in, but you probably have some information that would be, on that. <clears throat> that's more the, uh, vestiar vestiarium scoticum, uh, the Sobieski. So they started that. Yep. Of course. of course they did. They're, of course they did. Why wouldn't of course they? they did. Um, cause it was during, you know, if you think of it, you know, through, you know, time evolution, 
it was, you know, the pre you know, Jacobite times and the prescriptions, then the, you know, the beginning of the revival mm-hmm. with the, with the King's visit. Um, and then there was that, the fervor that everyone had to have a tartan. I mm-hmm. want one, I want one, I want one. Yep. Um, and then the Sobieskis were just kind of feeding into it. Like, sure, we'll give you a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also brought out Lowland names like Leslie and a few others. Um, I can't think of the, of the other Lowland names off the top of my head, but they designed them and released them and basically said, uh, yeah, sure. And my gut tells me that the reason that there was some pushback, mm-hmm. like in the time, there was some pushback mm-hmm. of, no, you're a Lowland name. You don't have tartans. That's right. not a thing. Right. Um, see, they didn't have the quote. It's not a thing. Don't make it a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> if they would have said it, that, those three phrases in that order. I've heard you say that a ton. Is that from something? No, from me. Oh, just okay. Saying gotcha. Things. Fair enough. Uh, <clears throat> no, but the, um, so they didn't push back on it hard enough and, or if I'm a Leslie and I'm like, Ooh, wow, look, this guy is telling me I have a tartan. Great. I'm, I want so badly to believe that it's true and, or to have something to hang my hat on. That, I think there's something like that still today. hundred oh, percent there is. Absolutely. And that's kind of where I, where I draw my, my parallels from is taking how we think about things today and how we do things today. And the, you know, people back then in some ways weren't very different emotionally from how we are today. And they wanted to hang their hat. They wanted to hook themselves to some things. They wanted to be in the cool kids club and have their own tartan. Um, so that's probably how they started to stick. I think it's absolutely that. Um, the, uh, although tangent, and now I have this, I, I have this vision in my head of like John Sobieski as Emperor Palpatine <laughs> saying, I will make it legal. But uh, <laughs> that's my, my favorite one. But um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I would be willing to bet that some of those lowland families who first got tartans with their names were also prominent families. I could be wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't uh, of families, of, <laughs> families of means. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you can c- contrast that to the 18th century um and i think some of this, this trend to some extent still continued for a long 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 time but especially in the 18th century and earlier they they themselves made a clear differentiation between themselves and the highlands the highlanders were those barbarians they were they were the they were the the country bumpkins mm-hmm. scraping out a living up in the rocks in the hills and stuff and they had no culture they have no access to worldly things like we do down here we are civilized and then all of a sudden as one historian put it, you know, uh, Sir Walter Scott came along and suddenly now we're all Highlanders. You know, the national identity was formed around the Highland identity. So everybody wanted in on the game and you had to be if you wanted to have any kind of national, you know, pride and spirit. So I get that. And then and that's what led to what I was talking about earlier was that the clans going out and specifically saying, OK, we're going to say this name belongs to us. This is a sept. This is a sept. This name is part of our aegis. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they were able to market themselves to more people and increase their ranks, as it were. And uh, and it also allowed people who are outside of Scotland to buy in, you know, if they wanted to, mm-hmm. in a way. And I don't think they're doing it from a bad place. They're doing no. it from a from a big tent kind of perspective. They mm-hmm. want more people to get involved, and the more people are involved, the stronger our community mm-hmm. will be. Mm-hmm. I, 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 they were legitimately going with names that were present in their territories. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like whole cloth, like you know, like. Picking a name out of a phone book. Yeah, Schmidt. Schmidt. Hmm. Yeah, sure. You're a Scottish Highlander. You're not. You're not German at all. You're actually right, from uh, right. you know, Aberdeen. That's fine. Actually, there was a, there was traditionally a strong connection between Germany and and uh, Scotland trade wise, but hmm. that's a whole other story. Um, 
Ian, do you have any commentary? I was just going to go back to the point that Rocky had made about um, you know folks really desiring their 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 clan tartan and you know seeing something. Oh, yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the modern version of this is I get get customers who email us saying, "Oh, I found." You know, I found my family tartan on insert less than reputable website here. Oh, yeah. Uh, why don't you have it on your site? And then I look it up on the the Scottish Register of Tartans. Like, well, it seems it was designed three years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, uh, the mills aren't stock supporting this one. Mm-hmm. It was just designed by some guy who shares your last name who wanted it. And it mm-hmm. even says restricted, only allowed to be worn by him and his descendants. So, but or is- something adjacent to that. I would almost argue, though, that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we talk, now now our perspective is very much that tartan is, as Rocky put it, um, Scotland's gift to the world. Yeah. And so long as there's no issues with it being appropriative as an art form, then I don't think there's anything wrong with someone, you know, living in the states or somewhere else in the diaspora or something, and wanting yeah. to have a tartan that represents their family group which had been unrepresented before. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I don't entirely disagree with that. Um, I think it's just the expansion of, of the culture and, and a new way, a new uh, shoot off of the tree to help the tree live, you might say. You know what I mean? But um, is it going to be stock supported so you can actually wear the freaking thing? That is, that is, uh, that is the hurdle question. this conversation rarely gets over is that yeah. they want it to be stock supported in every single thing on our website and mm-hmm. at, you know, stock pricing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas it would have to be custom woven if even available. Yep, to, to be made. So here, here's the question. I'm going off off script a little bit. <clears throat> the uh, the current rules, air quotes, from the Scottish Tartan Register or Scottish Register of Tartans, um, is that a if if you are registering a tar- if I was to register the Rager Tartan, it would have to be a personal Tartan yes. mm-hmm. Rager comma William or Rager comma Rocky, you know, you know, etc. And family, you could put in there as well. Parenthesis um, personal. Correct. Yeah. Now yeah. that was that was only kind of codified in their rules within the last four or five years. Yeah. Um, when I did Dr. Tullock's tartan, he just wanted he wanted Tullock of Carolina. They wouldn't let him do that because mm-hmm. the implications of the word of meaning your own land and da da da. Yeah. So they're leaning they, hard into old <clears throat> Herald speak. Correct, but it's they've progressed over time. They've 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 moved the goalposts, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So his first one was Tullock, and then the second tartan I designed for him, um, it was Tullock. He couldn't call it Tullock hunting. He had to call it you know uh, Tullock, and then his first name, comma personal or whatever, um, because they had changed the rules. So where do I'm just curious where you two fall on? Should I say if 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 I want there to be a Rager tartan. Mm-hmm. And it is my wish that anyone of the name Rager, not just you know all three of us in the US, mm-hmm. but um, uh, it is my wish for anyone with the name Rager to be able to wear this to represent you know their link to the name. Should that be allowed or should it be, nope, this is for you know Rocky Rager and his family, period, as far as the register is concerned? I would say it's a worthwhile distinction between what is considered a clan tartan and what is not. And I think this achieves that. And I think if you want any Rager to be able to wear the Rager, comma, William, parentheses, personal tartan, make that clear in the 
you know, the commentary on the, on the listing. This is available to anybody and don't list it as restricted and then anybody can weave it. Now they have to pay custom weave pricing because again, which mill wants to stock, stock support unless we choose to because you know, yeah. <laughs> we have a company and the resources to market it. But I, something tells me the Rager mm-hmm. name isn't going to move a lot of tartans. Most no. people are just a big fan of yours. No. <laughs> I think all we're, three of them. My yeah. kid, my kid being one. Yeah, you know, oh, he wouldn't wear it. Have, have you done that yet? Have you actually done a, a Rager family tartan? No. Should, you should do that sometime, just for fun. Why the hell I, not? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Do something. Um. Then, uh, yeah, I'm imagining like lines that represent hockey sticks and other lines that represent, you know, all the swear words you use on a daily basis, and you know, exactly. Like the thread count spells out. Yeah, there's like a three stripes. Yep. One represents the mint. One represents the scotch. One represents the coffee. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, I respect the the register and Lord Lyon enormously as a history nerd, and I think it's critical that they are uh, an institution dedicated to preserving culture and cultural artifacts. Okay, um, I think any nation that lacks institutions like that is kind of lacking. You know, I feel sorry for them. So I think it's good that they exist. That being said, there's definitely an ivory tower aspect to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they take it within their purview to censor the commentary or descriptions that you put into a tartan when you register it. There are guidelines. Okay. Yeah. So I don't for know how- description script- or just the name? For the um, name, yes. The name, yes. They definitely have some guidelines on what can and can't be in there. Um, you certainly see some wordings repeated over and over again, and not just because the same person is registering something over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, there is encouraged language for sure. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I've seen. Um, I think it's irrelevant, um, as as you would say, you know, through want and usage. If the Rager tartan took off and it turned <laughs> out there was like, well, let's say you know, let's say there's a a, a a principality or something in Germany, you know, somewhere in like southern Prussia where the Rager family was highly centered and there's like, you know, hundreds of them and they catch wind of the fact that this thing exists and they decide they're going to do it and it gets woven. It's out there. The genie is out of the bottle. It doesn't matter what the registry says. I think the registry has a right to try and set up some guidelines, but they also have to accept the fact that they, that their, their mandate and what they are in the long run is not, in my opinion, much more than documentarians which is mm-hmm. what it was supposed to be in the first place so you know we we live in an age where data storage is infinite there's no there's no limit to how much of this stuff you can you can have recorded for time and memoriam so what's the stuff might disagree but <laughs> well but but my point is you know blockchain dude <laughs> gotta put it on the blockchain um it's in the cloud it doesn't even exist <laughs> right <laughs> The cloud is actually this one PC in somebody's basement, by the way. <laughs> um, it's got like five fans pointing at it, you know, trying to keep it from overheating. The, um, I, I think, you know, that's that's probably what keeps them awake at night. But but it, the fact of the matter is, I think you you could someday see a world where every surname does have a tartan, or or at least a, a huge percentage of them do. Now, is that tartan just popular and used by people who like it? Or is it something that gets picked up by an organization as an identifier? And if it does get picked up by an organization, you know, is it an official clan recognized by the Scottish government? In all likelihood, no. But does that mean that in the real world, you 
are prevented from having your own little family society. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not a clan society, but it's a family society and you have a president and you decide the official title for that president is chieftain. I mean, what the hell are they going to do? Yeah. And the bottom line is you you are expanding the art form by having more and more and more and more people doing it. So so if some hypothetical person wants to design the O'Toole clan tartan and register it as a clan tartan, but they force them to call it the O'Toole comma Matt personal tartan. Do you see that as the as gatekeeping or do you just see that as the documentarian in them trying to create standardization for the way it gets documented? Thanks. Whoa. Hey, my pen just fell apart. It's an omen. Um, it's a little bit of both. I think okay. that it, it starts with being solid documentarians mm -hmm. and it ends with gate, an attempt at gatekeeping to, in their opinion, stem the chaos. Um, and, and again, I don't blame them, but at some point, I think they're going to need to have, for certain tartans, they're going to have to have more than just the registration notes. They should have a write-up of a history if somebody's willing to do it and say, this tartan was designed in 2022 by William Rager as a family tartan. In 2030, the Rager Society of Central Germany was founded. And since then, the tartan has become the official you know, symbol of that organization, which now has 170,000 members worldwide. You know, they got it. They got They got to tip their the hats they got yeah. yeah they got to tip their hat to the process of history yeah um there's a some point where nobody gave a damn about a lot of the tartans that are out there now but through wanton usage as you say they became a thing people made it a thing so i think they need to accept that it's just it's just it's mm -hmm. it's the historical process yeah they're they're in a tough job um and you're <clears throat> i will quibber quibble minorly to their credit quibber away with uh, the term ivory tower, because it's not quite as ivory as it could be, okay. or not quite okay. as tall as it could be. Um, when I was talking to uh, like Brian Wilton in my discussions with him, stops. exactly. Um, <clears throat> it's more of a yeah, more of an the to Isengard. <clears throat> Sorry, the uh, uh, Brian Wilton uh, when he was talking, he was the director of the Scottish Tartans Authority for years and years and years, um, and he kind of pulled back the curtain a little bit and was saying like, you know, yeah, well we would like, no, 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 we don't like this one. We're not going to register it. We have issues with this one. Um, they would, uh, in, in some ways gatekeep a little bit more mm -hmm. what the, uh, the Scottish register tartans is probably trying is trying to do currently is set up the rules and try to have as many silos as they deem as necessary. And if it, it has to fit into one of these things, and if it straddles between, you know, two, if there's not enough documentation to make it a clan tartan, then nope, it's a personal one. <clears throat> I don't have so, a problem with that. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm just saying that over time things change and they may have to move a tartan from one silo to another. Yes, agreed. Yeah. And or, you know, uh, add the additional notes to it as well. I think that's a, a brilliant thing that they should do. Um, the question becomes, will they or are they going to dig in their heels like, nope, somebody has to pay us. To do because it's 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 a government thing, but you have to pay for any kind of amendment to your tartan design. So at that point, should they be amending it if the the Prussian German Rager Association <laughs> <coughs> um, um, decides that they're going to officially adopt it? And there's you know thousands of yards. I, I, would, I would talk argue, to us Rager Association of Germany. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would argue that they have to, otherwise they will increasingly become irrelevant over the years. Hmm. They will get sidestepped. They will yep. get worked around. Yep. Just like just like now, you have companies that don't give a damn about registering a tartan, but they will copyright it. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. already are. They yeah, already exactly. are worked around. Yep. Exactly. 
So now, counterpoint though, I'm sorry, were you about to say something? No, I'll, I'll say it. Counterpoint, should every surname have a tartan or should people just kind of accept the fact that, okay, you're only a sept of this clan, but this is this is your best genealogical, geographical identifier. You really should try to appreciate the tartan you have and the roots, your personal roots are connected to this tartan. I'll quibble with your word, the specific word choice, should. That implies everything needs it, whether people who of that family are designing it or not. So uh, if there's enough demand, some people design their own. If there's none for my name, mm -hmm. I'm going to make it. It's important enough to me. Mm -hmm. If there's nobody who's doing that, should that exist? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Could it? Why not? Time will tell. I think more and more surnames will have tartans yes. in the future. Does everyone have one? No. How you deal with that is your own choice. How widespread will any of the, the new ones become is certainly an open question. Universal and district tartans exist for a reason. Yes. I think that's the other thing. Yep. So, okay. Ready? All right. Lucky number 16. Ancient colored tartans are older than modern colored tartans. Ah, uh, yes. Talk about this one a lot in the store. Yeah. I think it goes from weathered to ancient to muted to modern. Well, modern is new. That's modern the newest, newest. obviously. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The um, uh, no. Let's just start from there. Asterisk. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. <laughs> the uh, uh, ancient tartans are absolutely not older than modern tartans. The go ahead with your asterisk. Well, just that it was an attempt to theorize what older tartans may have looked like. So insofar as they were successful at it, they are older, but, or at least older in color palette. Kind of. The, not, not necessarily very successful or 100% or accurate. It, correct, and yeah. that's, that's kind of where I'm going. The, the original plant-based dyes mm -hmm. um, could attain darker yeah. colors. Like they, they had red reds, they had black, they had, you know, other colors as well. Um, so it's now they would fade. They weren't as color fast, maybe. Um, Fair. But the, uh, uh, what were some of the, uh, give me some of the cochineal and the other bugs and whatnots. Do you know anything of those that they use for the plant dyes? <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> um, or natural dyes. Or yeah, I don't remember a lot of um, the native to Scotland ones, but basically traditional um, dyes in general, pre-modern days, you'd have, uh, yeah, cochineal was incredibly popular. That goes back to Roman times and it was very uh, high quality, very expensive, and you get everything from reds to purples out of it. Um, uh, matter was another form of getting red. Woad, so you get blue. Um, you know, saffron, of course, uh, another ex relatively expensive one, but that was a way of getting yellow. Um, I think there, but there's other herbs and, and plants that are more native that you could use to get um, different shades of reds and blues and greens. Right. So. <clears throat> but the, um, uh, so that was the natural dyes. Mm -hmm. And then in the 1850s, the aniline, is alkaline or aniline? What's the? Aniline. Aniline? Aniline mm -hmm. dyes started to become a thing. Um, I think purple was the first yeah, one. Yeah, some of these purple. It was yeah. Percy's purple or yeah, Percy's yeah. purple. I forget the name of the guy, but it was yeah. like. Yeah. Um, so then that started with 
actual modern dyes. And the problem that they ran into is they were very dark, um, wholly speaking. Um, then in the 1930s, um, there's is around when late twenties, mid thirties, somewhere in that range is when ancients started to become a thing. Um, cause they had, you know, examples of ones that had faded over time mm -hmm. and like, Ooh, that we could do something different. Yeah. Um, so they started doing those. So definitely newer. Correct. Um, very small asterisk at most and that it was an attempt to be like older. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, and, or, or a faded ish mm -hmm. kind of looking. And then in the 1950s, um, in the 1950s, DC Dalgleish or Kenny, Kenny Dalgleish, I forget. Um, it was DC Dalgleish was the mill, um, invented the weathered or reproduction was what they called them dyes, um, which is AKA weathered essentially. Um, and those, there's a, a, a story that they tried to use and pass off as true, which is essentially, I'll, I'll say been debunked. Uh, it was never proven. Um, hey, we have this, this old piece of cloth, which is found in a bog and we've, you know, faithfully re, re, re was it, was introduced. Was it like, like Culloden even? Wasn't it like yeah, something like, something like, like from that? The, from the, you yeah, know, we Elena. found this old piece and we have Ooh. faithfully recreated all the colors and this is, you know, mm. blah, 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 blah. And historians were asking them at the time, like, Hey, great. Let us Love see to it. See that. Uh, no, you, you can't see it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we, we would love to study this and explore and, you know, it's like, you know, preserve it for history. Let's take pictures of it. No. It's kind of like KFC secret recipe, right? Exactly. It's, it's it's, you can't no. see yeah, it. It's, it's, it was etched onto a golden plate and it was, you yeah. know. Yes. So that was, that was the origin of weathered tartans and then muted as a separate color palette. Um, came out in the 1970s, I believe. Really? Um, around then. That yeah. recent. Yes. Huh. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, just because it's it's kind of you know if you know every 20 or 30 years they just want something new to add to a collection to differentiate you know mill A from mill B. Mm -hmm. um, people like or just want something you know I don't know whether they're trying to do um, f like what colors are in or the the types of color palettes hmm. that are in or you know, what the rationale is, but you know, mills come up with different ones over time to be able to offer a broader collection and a wider range to sell to people, period. Do you think we'd see another round of that? Where like, I'm thinking maybe the closest equivalent within our company's history to this is House of Edgar's Hybridian range, which feels very distinct from all those other things where they're using marled yarns. And in a couple of cases they did, um, um, clan tartans, but a marled yarn version, but not a lot of clan. I mean, mostly it's unique and fashion-y. Could you see that expanding outward and all the clans have a Hebridean or something like that version? Or is there a different direction that a whole new collection of a new color palette of all the existing clan tartans could take? I think that... We're way <clears> on <throat> track now. <laughs> no, no, I think... We're, I, we're not. No, I think it's um, perfectly on track. The... It's kind of a shotgun-ish approach currently, mm -hmm. um, where all the mills trying to do different things because it's not just clan tartans. If it was just clan tartan still, and all the Hebridean collection and the other fashion tartans or you know whatever tartans didn't exist, if they weren't really a thing, then sure, I think the mill, you know, having marled yarns, I think that's a very very smart, very good looking thing the House of Edgar is doing uh, with the marled yarns. But because there's that, let's say, trend, it's which is kind of 
parallel, not exactly the same, but similar to like the tartan tweeds, mm -hmm. just for something fun and different. Mm -hmm. Then you also have their entire Hebridean collection and all these universal, just pretty looking tartans that mills have made up that have really caught fire in the rental and the hire industry over in Scotland. And people are buying more of those than they are clan tartans or renting more of those than they are any particular clan tartan. So um, is that then more the the next wave it's not a it's not a new color palette it's we're expanding out into fashion tartans i think there's many waves going different directions okay that's fair so i think there's the marled yarns i think there's the tweeds i think there's the fashion tartans and then i think there's another category of not just fashion tartan for fashion's sake but fashion tartan for meaning's sake so where House of Edgar's Hebridean collection, I'll keep harping on that one, um, where they came up with, let's say, 25 or 40 tartans that they designed the tartans and then gave them names. There's also collections like whiskey tartans or like our Nordic Heritage tartan or American Dream tartan, or there's other things like that that exist that are trying to give meaning to it in a different way, okay. not just because it looks pretty, now let's slap a name on it. And not, not just to... because it's a clan name. Correct, let's not do clans, let's not just make a pretty one, let's make something else that represents a group, that represents a charity, represents something you know, more, a, something greater yeah. than yourself mm -hmm. um, to, to give it meaning um, and to make people or allow people to connect with it on a deeper level than they would just, I like that one, it looks pretty. But all of these are, viable options for people like there's nothing that says you can't just buy a tartan because it's pretty um or that you you shouldn't buy a tartan because you don't have a particular connection but you know it's trying to create those connections um and deepen it um is what i like about it it's interesting this because it's kind of like the, the the flip side of the original intent of these palettes which was mm -hmm. to uh give more options to mm -hmm. people generally speaking and not try to put any controls on it just you know just like here's something new it's it's going to look different from your dad's kilt but it's still mm -hmm. official for you to wear so here you go this yeah. is the, the like i've said before this is the confluence of you know commerce and history and commerce mm -hmm. and tradition um and this is how it marries up and this is how it pushes forward mm -hmm. so without tradition you know commerce wouldn't be there there wouldn't be anything to buy um or and without you know commerce pushing it forward and having it evolve slowly obviously but having it evolve and adding new options and adding you know it's not your dad's old tartan mm -hmm. this is the brand new you know shiny one um exactly um it, it keeps it alive and moving forward for the next generation to be able to enjoy mm -hmm. i think it's funny that the that originally ancient was based on tartan that had been sun faded i guess yeah. right and there's a, the, i think uh, there's there's the one story that somebody had a kilt that was natural dye tartan and somebody saw it at a festival and it was like back in the twenties or whatever. And, and, and it was all faded and they're like, Oh, where'd you get that? And yeah, you know, it turns out, Oh, it's the same as yours. It's just, that it's been sun faded. And, and it's <laughs> now that's probably apocryphal in my opinion, but that's, that's, that I guess is one of the stories for the origin of the ancient palette. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of the exact same thing that I was always telling people in the store about weathered tartans that, oh, it's supposed to look like you had your tartan and left it on the roof of your of your crofter's cottage for a year. So it got weathered. Mm -hmm. That's like it's actually two totally different versions of the same mm -hmm. process of oldifying 
Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm surprised that more people don't. Wait, are you telling me whether tartans haven't just been aged in whiskey for eight in a barrel for 18 years? Exactly. <laughs> well, y- well, sorry, Ann, but the longer they're know, aged, the more maybe, expensive. Maybe they are, maybe right? that's what we should be trying for the next you know big push in new tartan availabilities. We just we take some modern tartan, we put it in that barrel with with whiskey for mm. for so much. I can time taste and, the sheep. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say drink the whiskey mm, when you're done. Fresh mountain lanolin. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm, I'm, in a way, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more of a push from people who want the, I want it to be old to to go to like the Wilsons of Bagburn colors. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think more and more people are aware now that ancient is not actually ancient. It's a poor choice of words or it's a very what clever, it was a very clever, words. Yeah. It's all marketing. And again, yeah. this goes back to the, the commerce thing where it's whether whether it's weathered, whether it's muted, it's just ways to describe a thing. Like when I when 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 freaking Bill was sitting right there and we were talking about the Hebridean range, and he's like, Well, you know, what do you think of when you think of, you know, the Hebrides? You think soft, you think, you know, marled, you think, you know, nature, you think this and that. And it's just like that's why we named it that. And mm-hmm. it's like it's it's brilliant in the naming because right. it accurately reflects what it looks like mm-hmm. and what was inspired when they how they were inspired to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's but it's but it is just marketing. So where is that line? It's how honest and forthright and transparent are you trying to be with any mm-hmm. of it? You're gonna call this <clears throat> new palette crusty. Exactly. Yeah. I think the next trend will be pastels. I think it'll be oh, pastel okay. tartans. Just yeah. Taylor Ancient becomes the yeah. the the palette upon yeah. which all other tartans. No, we'll just we'll call it them. we'll call it we'll call it um, Sky or something. Oh, yeah. no, I'm gonna call it the Easter 365 tartan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, indeed. So yeah, just get the tartan that you like, guys. It doesn't matter. Or we'll come out with the, the version of the tartan. The that version you like. of the yes. tartan you like. Yeah, we'll yeah. come out with the Lisa Frank color palette mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just full-on 90s trapper keepers <laughs> neon okay. everywhere there you go there oh, you go no you no go. stop no i won't allow electro it. no yeah. synthwave palette oh, reflective no um, don't worry people that's a I whole other that's a whole other discussion like different materials that you could use instead of just wool Who's to say you can't start you using also metallic use threads? You know, <laughs> well, metallic threads, reflective threads, iridescent. Mm. What kind of do? UV reactive? No, no, the rave, not. the rave tartan palette. No. Okay. All right, I'm gonna do. <laughs> move on to another subject. Okay, here we go. There's a company doing glow kilts. Glow kilts. <laughs> um, what number was it? Number six. Six. So. Number six. Kilts are actually from Ireland. Kilts are actually from Scandinavia. They were brought over by the Vikings. Hmm. Kilty means to kilt up, isn't it? Or... Kilty. Kilty, yeah. Is one ver is one is a theoretically it's an old Norse word that means to wrap around. And so some people have taken that to see. See, see, uh-huh, uh-huh. The Vikings had them. The Vikings wore kilts. It's like, no, they just wrapped clothing around themselves. The word probably pre-existed yeah. the garment by millennia. And certainly people taking a large piece of cloth and finding a way to make themselves warm with it was not invented in Scotland. True. But yeah, I think a kilt is something pretty distinct, even when you're talking about a great kilt. Mm-hmm. 
Are you saying, or wait, are you trying to say kilts were invented in Ireland? No, or were I'm, not. Invented by okay. I'm not. I, 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 I don't know the answer to the question. So oh, okay. for the what do you think the answer to the question is, Ian? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably Italy. <laughs> I, I truthfully don't know. <laughs> I think it was probably pretty distinct to Scotland, but I'm, I'm not a scholar on this topic. Mm. Okay. <laughs> hey, what's the matter, you? Why are you wearing the skirt? I was yeah. more like Ego Sum Kilt Mundi or something, but you know, I don't speak Latin. <clears throat> Um, what about yeah. the Irish? What about the Lenya? That's that's the biggest thing I think is basically that, um, and we know this. Um, people would see uh, lithographs and pictures and of of Lenya uh, or Lean. I think yeah. Lenya. L e i or L i n e. That's preferred pronunciation or pronunciation. Exactly. And they thought it looked like they were wearing a kilt because the garment was belted and therefore would wind up naturally being pleated and if you try to represent that in 2d art you get foofs that look like it's pleated and it's like see it's a great kilt it's clearly a great kilt not everything and they wore it to their knees and they did not wear trousers a lot of the time yep so and huge sleeves and everything yeah, yeah. Billowing. So, for some reason these people ignored those big sleeves but yeah. um yeah so that is the one confusion is that people thought that the uh the lanya or lenya was actually a kilt when it actually was a shirt yep now like the 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 Irish did also have a uh, a cloak called a brat, which they still have. It basically looks like a cloak. I don't know, I don't know if people ever confuse that with a great kilt or something, but I don't think I don't think they do. I think it's usually the linea. Um, the logic, never mind the pictorial evidence. The logic is theoretically that you know the Scoti was a tribe that came over from Ireland to Scotland, so they must have brought the kilt with them. But there's the problem with that is there's no evidence of anybody wearing a kilt prior to the 16th century. Yeah. yeah. So, the Germans have brats too. <laughs> delicious. Yeah, they're hard to wrap around yourself. Yeah, though. I know. <laughs> if you had enough of them, it might keep you warm. But, fair, fair. Yeah, but certainly not all unbifurcated garments are kilts. There's a little bit more no. to it than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you wouldn't call that's... a toga a kilt, you know? Yeah. yeah. Speaking it's... of the Italians. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a little bit of the. Uh, uh, I think there's a little bit of a. Uh, What's the word? Uh, not Schadenfreude, but the, like when I want to know more than you, or I have the one, mm. the one extra piece of information. Ha ha! See, you're not quite right. It's mm. Called shot and smug. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there. Right. Um, right. But it's 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 the uh, it's either because they want to connect it to their own thing, or they want to disparage the thing that it is that has existed, or mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think in this case, in this case, it expert. might be. Huh? Or just to be seen as expert. Yeah. yeah. I think there, there may have been some people back in the day who were trying to do like a pan-Gallic thing and mm. wanted to say the kilts came from Ireland so that they could further strengthen ties between Scotland and Ireland, you know, culturally. Yeah. See, so, you know, we are all brothers, you know, or some kind of a thing. But um, so far, the evidence doesn't support it at yeah. all. Um I'm so picturing Gauls no. invading Rome when, in kilts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, were, they were wearing pants. That's the thing. The mm-hmm. Gauls were wearing trousers. Mm-hmm. Kind of like parachute pants. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're plaid, plaid parachute pants. So they basically break danced yes. over the wall. You if know. MC Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> what better to knock down a wall than a hammer? <laughs> oh. I, I'm just, uh. I'm, I'm so picturing MC Hammer in pants. Mick, Mick Hammer, if you will, yes. <laughs> saying to the Roman soldier, can't touch this, <laughs> and then dancing away. 
dodging <laughs> their spears. It's a perfectly logical exactly, strategy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's frankly, if nothing else, and McCammer was a very good tactician. Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Mm-hmm. 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 Too legit. Uh, yes. Too legit to kill. Or invade, yes. Yeah. But yeah, the Viking thing I always thought was kind of interesting. And, and in my early, early career, I was kind of like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, like the Vikings, maybe we did. Eh, there's no evidence for that either. Yeah. Now, the, 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 the Vikings, again, had a cloak, which is, you know, we just usually call it a mantle. But it was basically similar to other cloaks you'd have in Ireland, in any other medieval country. It's basically a big rectangle of fabric that you'd pin up with a brooch or brooch. <laughs> but they didn't there's no evidence of them belting it on yeah you know and it wasn't that voluminous as a kilt and i think part of the part of the reason why these uh fallacies exist is because there's no clear here was the first guy that did it or mm-hmm. here's yeah. the exact direct evolution that we can trace back and we can say we have examples of x y and z yeah you know right. clothing is obviously deteriorates over time it's a lot harder to you know catalog unless you're cataloging it in the moment and i think it's that lack of answer that leads to, to, to potentially false answers yep because people, oh, yeah. people hunger for that you know why why in scotland did you know a some form of wrapped garment get so big you know mm-hmm. so much bigger than, than a typical shawl for example mm-hmm. and why did they start pleating it and belting it the way they did and how did it evolve but you know Scottish records aren't all that they could have been. And in other cases, they would have been yeah. destroyed during certain clearances or other other wars and, yeah. and clan well, so know, the, 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 scuttles. And, exactly. And, and, and because it was a marginalized culture, uh, because it was a hinterland culture, you also have the problem of a lot of the history going back hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of years was recorded by the outsiders. Mm-hmm. It was not it was not recorded by indigenous people. It was recorded by, you know, the winners, the lowlanders <laughs> or the English Etc. Cetera, et cetera. Going if you want to go that far back, yeah, the Romans. I mean, the, and the Romans treating Germanic tribes and Celtic tribes, yeah. Oh, that's that's a huge kettle of fish. But um, and it was propaganda for them. I mean, the, the, the you always have to question the the intent of the historian. But yeah, I mean, the only the, the earliest image we have of a of a kilt of a great kilt is that lithograph of the Scottish mercenaries in the Lowlands. So they're they're fighting on the continent. You know, and and you have like four or five guys lined up in this lithograph and they each have different, you know, arrays of weapons, but they're clearly wearing great kilts. So, yeah. How and that's that? it. Huh? How old is that? I'm curious. That's like, uh, I think it's like 1590s or something okay. like that. I, I see. Now I'm going to have to check. Or it might be a little later than that. I think it was 1600. I'll double check. Um, but, uh, yeah. So people don't feel like that's enough and they think well well if that's if, if it was popular enough that you had somebody making a picture of them at that time it must have been around for a while before that right sure Maybe. Yeah. sure but we don't know and, we don't know and so. it's it's people's natural propensity to want to fill in the gaps yeah and yeah. i don't know therefore i'll make up something that makes sense i don't um, think they think of it that way not necessarily they, but they're making leaps yes and they're maybe not even identifying how much of a leap it is but and yeah it's also how you present it like when when mm-hmm. when when i'm saying something and if i'm not 100 percent sure i will try my very very best to hedge it and be like this is my opinion yeah. you know fact check me on this that kind of thing um but that's where i you know i think people make assertions make leaps um because they want to be seen as the expert on x thing um and then enough people believe them and it just kind of becomes canon i'm just now picturing uh some one of eric's ancestors 
Yeah. <laughs> Filling in these gaps kind of facetiously as, as you are wont to do at times. And then it just carried. Well, it does kind of run in the family, I'm afraid. Like blood rites of the scheme do. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, you do. Somebody did that and it just, enough people heard it, enough people believed it, and enough people passed it on. Oh, I told you. About, I told you about my uncle, right? I, I don't know that you have. My uncle is an archaeologist, and he oh, once yeah. uh, he once when he was in college still he went to the uh, pottery, you know, workshop on campus and made some Viking era reproduction mm -hmm. pots. You did tell me about those. Yeah, and took them home to his family's house in Arizona, <laughs> and smashed the pots and spread them around in the backyard <laughs> so that he could prove the Vikings made it to the Southwest. Um, just to fuck with future as you do just like you're such a jerk um, yeah so it does run in the family but no I think I think it's romanticism is the other thing it's That's like it. we want we want to have other versions of the mighty Highland warrior in the kilt with more swords and less firearms or uh, a scenario where like they would be the kings of the battlefield as opposed to being mown down by a you know, a modern military as, as, you know, I know it's more complicated than, than this guys don't at me about Culloden. Okay. But, but you know, the, the, the traditional image is of the Highlanders charging and getting mown down. Okay. So you want to have a, a vision of the Highlanders, like I said, being the Kings of the battlefield and winning and therefore making them the medieval warrior, you know, it, it goes, it goes into our fantasies about Conan the barbarian and stuff. You know, I think, I think that's part of it. Yeah. So I think people want it to be ancient because a kilt feels ancient because it's not pants. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They want, yeah, they want to fill in all the gaps. They want it to feel ancient and yeah, they want fantasy, mystical and fantasy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And there are, there, there's conflicting views from certain historians on what was factual or not. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of led mm -hmm. to that gray area where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to take a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, and I'm going to make up my own thing. And, say some stuff and hopefully it sticks if there's easy ways to dispel that with hard evidence it would be easy but it just doesn't exist yeah it's funny though because the problem has existed since we found out when we had the uh, mckeon book here mm -hmm. um it's existed at least since the victorian age there's a whole section in there on uh clan ferguson i think it is and they have a picture of a, a guy in alenia and they go to great lengths in the text to say this is alenia it's an irish garment it is not a kilt it is irish and the reason we have it here is because this clan had roots in Ireland, mm -hmm. but it was not. You know, it's just like, wow, even back then, you know, 200 years ago, they were still having to com convince people that kilts and lenya were two different things. And the Irish have their own heritage and national dress, which is as rich as the Scottish stuff. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Indeed. Next. We'll do Next. one more. One more. Okay. We've rambled quite long enough well that's what you do that's what happens when you give me caffeine yes, and alcohol so. indeed that's why you have an editor <laughs> mm, or three all right what same number every roll so it's not a real tartan if it's not a clan tartan i saw this comment on one of our tiktoks this morning <laughs> <laughs> oh really the uh really the, the one we did with the uh hybridian book and the the game that we did for tiktok <laughs> none of those are tartans none of them are clan tartans <laughs> oh oh yeah that one yeah, yeah. okay um wrong <laughs> yeah pretty much maybe, maybe our first start... discussion makes it clear that we feel that way <laughs> so i would i'd be willing to bet that a lot of people don't even know what the origins of the word tartan are tartan so that, french yeah tartan yeah, yeah. pardon my french 
Um, Pardon my lack of French. <laughs> exactly. But it, it basically, it's, uh, it's, it refers to the combining of the threads and the different colors and, and making a pattern. It has nothing to do with, um, originally had nothing to do with clans or being Scottish specifically. But the name stuck there, you know. And uh, yeah, so it just became the logical thing to call this stuff. Yep. So, and now we identify the word almost entirely with Gallic countries. Yes, uh, there's there's the mixture of the word plaid mm -hmm. in America with the mm -hmm. word tartan as well, because mm -hmm. um, we're you know misconstruing what plaid actually means or plaid actually means. Right. Um, I hear that less than I used to though. Yes, I agree. Now it's, I think people are getting a little more intelligent with that one. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Or the fact that um, there's more, Maybe more tribalism that and, you know, there's there's more discussions, at least in our circles yeah. um, and communities that have grown over time. And no one is using the word plaid to describe a tartan. They're using the word tartan because that's the proper term. Yeah. Um, but does it have to be a clan tartan to be a tartan? Nope. Nope. The uh, not sure. No. Yeah. It's if if you wanted to draw a, an easy line, and this, I would actually go further than this line, but if you wanted to draw an easy line, you could say, okay, is it a registered tartan on the Scottish Register of Tartans or on the Scottish Tartans Authority? You, you could. If you did, mm -hmm. if that was the line you wanted to draw, you as, as a minimal defensible argument, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. the outer wall of your fortress. Mm -hmm. um, if somebody says, you know, well, that tartan right there, you know, the Isle of Skye tartan, that's not a clan tartan, that's not a real tartan. Okay, is Blackwatch a real tartan? Is Isle of Skye a real tartan? Well, some Are of the any clans of the Irish have adopted Blackwatch as their hunting version. Fair. So bad example. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Isle of Skye is a real tartan. It yes. is in the Scottish Tartan Register. The, yeah. If it's good enough for the Scottish government to mm -hmm. say, yes, it is, how is it not good enough for you, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying that's like the low bar for the argument. But I don't even think that a tartan... Um, necessarily needs to be registered to be a quote real tartan. Mm -hmm. um, there's differing reasons why you would would or would not register it, um, but it's yeah. If it's a striped pattern, you know, warp and weft um, of a repeating pattern that looks it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a certain amount of that. I think the um, I mean you could make a differentiation between tartan or tartan and checky in terms of complexity. Yeah. I think tartan is basically checky with a lot more colors. Whereas checky is just like gridular. Define checky. Uh, like shepherd's check? Like shepherd's check. Got it. And that term, that and like the Falkirk uh, specimen is technically checky. Yeah. We, we, people refer to it as like the oldest piece of tartan in Britain, but technically it's checky. Yeah. Um, is it Celtic? Yeah. Um, but it's not technically tartan, but we like to think of it as tartan. But um, is it like um, this is an actual question. Is it like the term skirt where not all, you know, not all skirts are kilts, but kilts are skirts like to some degree. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it's check is a type of tartan because it is warped and versa. weft lines. Yeah. A tartan is a is a subset of check yeah. technology. Yeah. I think of checky or checked fabric as a technology where you basically you have different colors going for warp and weft. Yeah. Tartan is like the uber, you know, yes. steroids version of that, <laughs> the piece the, of, that of that art, for, yes. art form. Yeah, I am not to be disparaging of anybody who's following us on TikTok or anything, but I think basically the comment is just pure, simple ignorance. 
Yeah. I mean, these are the same people who don't, the, A, they don't know what the word means or where it comes from. B, they're the ones who, by all accounts, I think suspect, they, they think, they really think that, a, that clan tartans are, tartans were invented for clans only. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, you know, somewhere back in the midst of time, God came down and said, you know, the Fergusons shall wear this, you know, and no one else. And and it was basically they don't think of it beyond that. They don't they don't have they haven't been educated to the to the fact that there is anything beyond that. It's it's gatekeeperiness yes. from an ignorant standpoint. Yeah. It is I wanna be a gatekeeper. I wanna uphold these traditional tartans and the traditional values and the mm-hmm. traditional, you know, culture, but you're not and you don't know of what you speak mm-hmm. to some degree. You have a point of view and you're expressing it badly, are you saying? It's, the, I either think that they have, uh, <laughs> I'm really going at them right now. <laughs> uh, they have a point yeah. of view and they're expressing it badly or they're not educated enough to understand fully. Mm. And they're coming, they're coming at it from potentially a good place on not wanting to water down the culture and whatever. So yeah. I would give them, I would give them that. But, but I would their say that doesn't hold water. their argument doesn't gotcha. hold water. Exactly. I'd say, yeah, because the opposite, the opposite thought would be that they absolutely know, know all this stuff. They know that Tartan mm-hmm. was, was invented somewhere else or anything, but they're saying that, you know, no, it should not be. They just don't give you credit for being educated enough. Is well, no, they, no, well, it's just that they don't care. The point is, okay. I don't care what the past was. The point is, in my opinion, in the, in the present tense, Tartans should only be for clans, period. Mm-hmm. All of your other artistic expressions are just muddying the waters. They're flashes in the pan. Now you're, you know, this sure, is sure make a flannel shirt, but don't do our Scottish thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think there's there's I think most of it is just pure ignorance. Yeah, you because know, they don't understand the history of where clan tartans came from or anything like that. But uh, the other the other opposite direction would be that they'd know all that stuff, but they decide no, we're not going to have this anymore. S- it, sticking it, sticking to the, the the main bullet points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I I am gonna be a gatekeeper. I don't care what the what the facts say. I am still gonna be a gatekeeper because mm-hmm. the uh, the the comment section on a TikTok video is not not for nuance. No, in in fairness, it's <laughs> not just sure. TikTok. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, no. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. other places yeah. as well. It's social media is a hellscape. <laughs> yes. Who are we kidding? But it's, it's funny. It's funny because I mean we do get comments like that from people in Scotland, and yet that is the place where fashion tartans have taken over. Yeah. For all the special occasions. Yep. So. <laughs> and their government, not ours, is the one, you know, putting the stamp of approval, so to speak, on mm-hmm. the various but I wonder tartans. if they just, do you, do you refuse to go to your friend's wedding if they don't have official clan tartans? <laughs> I'm sorry, Angus, I can't go. No, you <laughs> just go and be a stick war. in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just, every single are like, wow, Dave, you're fun at parties. <laughs> yeah. You just show up in all black, so you just stand in the back. Exactly. You know. It's visual for a podcast, but I'm yeah. doing I'm doing the I'm doing the kid who's too cool to dance. Yeah, in the back of the hall, kind of. You guys know that's not even real tartan, right? Not gonna be seen with you people. Yeah, yeah, Dave. We heard you the last four weddings this family's had. We love to hear it every time. Exactly. Go ahead. Go do your rant again. <laughs> yes. Tell tell us again how your tartan wasn't invented in the 1820s, please. Show up. Show up. <laughs> Come on, guys. No, every tradition is a new tradition at some point, whether it's a clan tartan, whether right. it's universal tartans, whether it's just, you know, fashion tartans. So, indeed. So, yes. Yeah. Fashion tartans, universal tartans, district tartans, clan tartans, they're all real tartans. Yep. Indeed. Pretty much. Tartans for your cat? 
Oh, just that's no. Shut up. <laughs> now Rocky's gonna gatekeeper. Yeah, now I'm gonna gatekeeper. It stops with pets. Okay. Yeah, my gate no is further out, but I do have a gate. <laughs> it's a it's it's a, it's a dog gate. It's a cat flap. It's a, but... it's a dog door. Exactly. Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. All right, boys and girls. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Until next time, Slanjava. Slanjava. Thanks for joining us. The theme song for Haggis Hunting is The Banshee Gravel Walks by Slancha. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, just send an email to sales at usakilts.com. And if you want to get social with other kilt enthusiasts, be sure to check out the Kilts and Culture group over on Facebook. You can find USA Kilts on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and over at our website, usakilts.com. If you like the show, it would mean a lot to us if you left a rating, since it helps new people find our show. Thanks again for joining us, and until next time, Slot Shabbat.